From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. The warning signs of breast cancer are not the same for all women. Often, it's not just a lump. So it's important for all of us to know what to look for. To help us learn more about the most common signs of breast cancer, I'm happy to introduce Dr. April Spencer to the show. Dr. Spencer, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining the show. This is going to be a great conversation. Uh, Give us a little bit of background. Tell us about yourself. Sure, Adam. Uh, My name is uh, April Spencer. I am a board-certified general surgeon. I did a breast fellowship in breast surgical oncology uh, at MD Anderson Cancer Center. And that fellowship was actually sponsored by Susan Komen Foundation. Mm-hmm. I always mention that because people need to know that research dollars go to support not just the, from the clinical or scientific side, but also to invest in the human resource of clinicians and surgeons that are interested in dedicating their lives to that. That's right. I, um, I recently launched a non-carcinogenic makeup and skincare line, and I'm also a huge advocate of uh, using. Um, medical marijuana and CBD products as alternative or uh, complementary uh, relief when patients are undergoing treatment to help uh, mitigate against some of those symptoms. So you're a, a doctor, surgeon, and an entrepreneur all at the same time. That sounds amazing. <laughs> My admiration just went up a degree, which I, I didn't know was possible. So uh, that's wonderful. Well, d- tell us just a little bit more about your connection to Susan G. Komen and the Know Your Girls campaign. So my connection to the Susan G. Coven Foundation and the Know Your Girls campaign started when I was uh, in fellowship uh, right before I uh, did my general surgery training at Grady Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia. I applied for a Susan Coven Fellowship and was able to secure that and attended MD Anderson Cancer Center for the fellowship. And I felt like my it was my responsibility to try to give back to an organization that had given so much to me with my having been uh, presented with the opportunity to train at the number one cancer center in the world. So I wanted to dive fully in and dedicate my free time to being on that board. And so I started being involved while in Houston, Texas on, on, in the local chapter. And then once I relocated to Atlanta, I joined the Coleman board, the Atlanta affiliate. And that affiliate was really instrumental in making sure that Georgians have the opportunity to get screened for their mammograms at low cost or no cost. They have so many initiatives where they do worship and peak on Sundays. I mean, way beyond Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but just actively engaged and very deliberate in getting the word out to communities and raising awareness about breast cancer. And so my role with them was to be a, an advocate and also help to fundraise and also very involved in uh, getting the word out in terms of my own advocacy and doing um, programs in the name of COVID. I wrote off the board after I had the maximum number of years, which I think is maybe eight years, only to enter into the Ag Council. I uh, followed them very closely on Instagram. and I noticed they had a lot of wonderful Know Your Girls initiatives, but there was an opportunity for more clinicians to kind of weigh in on the consumer conversation. And so I volunteered to be a clinical advocate in order to generate information for anyone coming across social media that have questions about breast cancer from a scientific or surgical or clinical side. Wow. Wow. So 
Thank you so much for, I mean, just for all the work that you're doing both, both professionally and obviously in, in volunteering, you know, on the Komen board as well. That's, that's really fantastic. Uh, so my next question is just looking at the most common signs of breast cancer. So what are the most common signs that people should be aware of? Well, I think you said it very nicely in the, in the beginning, Adam, is that not all the signs are going to be a lump in the breast. And that's why most medical societies, including the American Society of Breast Surgeons, of which I am a national or international member, we don't necessarily recommend monthly breast exams because when you think of when you think of a monthly breast exam, what do you think most people are thinking of? They're looking for what? For a lump, right? Absolutely. But because of that, Adam, a lot of women and men were ignoring other signs that were suggestive of breast cancer. For example, changes in the skin. Um, such as redness or darkening of the skin, nipple discharge. I diagnosed a lady with breast cancer not too long ago that just had clear nipple discharge. And she was a young lady in her 30s, ended up doing a mammogram and ultrasound, and she had a breast cancer that probably would not have been diagnosed for another five years. Wow. Also, yeah. there were many changes, uh, like a lump underneath the arm matches in the breast, and um, just asymmetry. And I tell patients, if you see something, say something. It doesn't always have to be something that you feel. So if it looks differently, then let one of your health care providers uh, know. Yeah. And, and I think what I'm also hearing you say is that the symptoms are not going to be the same for all women. Is that correct? Uh, they're not going to be the same for all women and they don't always involve a lump. So the main takeaway from this, Adam, is if there's something that's different, just say something, whether it's to your health care provider, your primary care, your OBGYN. And I also want to encourage men to be aware as well. As you know, uh, Beyonce Knowles' father, Matthew Knowles was diagnosed with uh, male breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And uh, we see that in about 1% of the male population. And we think that's underreported. So I want to encourage your male listeners to also be mindful of their chest anatomy. So if they feel a lump in the breast or a nipple discharge or hardening behind the nipple, it may not necessarily be a lump, but if there's firmness there, a lump underneath the arm to make sure they let their healthcare provider know as well. And, you know, you mentioned letting the healthcare provider know, like, what is the first step for someone that thinks there may be something amiss? The first step for someone that may think something is amiss is to call their healthcare providers, could be their primary care doctor, say, hey, I need to come in for a visit. This would not be a well check. I actually have a new sign or symptom in my breast, be it nipple discharge, redness, lump underneath the arm. For males, same thing. Uh, just say, hey, I need to come in and I have some concerns. And I also would like uh, a mammogram. And I say that you can say, well, why would you have to request that? Most clinicians, that's the absolute next step after you come in, so order imaging. But oftentimes if a woman or a male is under the screening age of 40, screening means there's no problem. But of course, if there's a problem, it wouldn't screen if you diagnostic. But you would need to be very specific and deliberate and say, hey, I really want this look into with a mammogram specifically versus follow up in six months or we'll just do an ultrasound, but just make sure you be your own advocate and push to have a, a mammogram of both breasts, not just the breast that has the, the concern in it and also an ultrasound on that side as well. Mm, wow. That's really, really good advice. So, um, so we talked about symptoms. I know we, we talked earlier about you know, raising awareness to help educate women about breast cancer is, is a priority for you. I, and I assume that's why you're part of that Know Your Girls campaign. Is there anything else you'd like to say about that? Oh, yes, absolutely. So awareness is, is one. But also there are things that we can do 
to be proactive on our health, and I just call it the ABCs of breast cancer prevention. So the A you've already mentioned, which is awareness, being aware of your body, being aware of guidelines in terms of when to go in for yet screening mammograms starting at age 40. But the B is behavior. So just make sure that you know that if you um, exercise at least 20 to 30 minutes a day, that reduces the breast cancer risk. Minimizing alcohol intake, nursing if you can, just trying to maintain a healthy weight. And uh, the C is just being mindful of consumer choices. Although we don't have a whole lot of definitive data, Adam, to show that certain foods can cause breast cancer or certain um, consumer products are directly linked to breast cancer. I mean, we didn't know that cigarette smoking caused lung cancer for almost 50 years. And so it's important that we're mindful in our consumer choices. So just make sure that you're reading the labels, when you're making your consumer choices, make sure they're free of preservatives, minimal ingredients, free of parabens and phthalates. I don't necessarily need to spell it, but it's one of those things that's on a lot of labels now. Uh, parabens are preservatives and phthalates is just a softener, but it can mimic estrogen and estrogen can stimulate uh, breast cancers and is known to cause breast cancer in lab animals. And so, again, just be mindful of your consumer choices. And that is kind of what led me into starting the uh, TaylorMade Cosmetics. It's just a lot of patients want to know, how can I make better consumer choices when it comes to what I'm putting in my skin and on my body? And there wasn't a whole lot out there, Adam, in terms of a really good product line that was both safe, simple, and sexy, all three of those things. So I worked with the lab and, and created my own with the guidance of my patients. So. Wow. That is just beyond fantastic. That's just so amazing. So amazing. Well, uh, Dr. Spencer, this has been really fantastic. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with our listeners recognizing that they may be, you know, struggling with breast cancer or they may have friends and family that are close to them that are struggling with breast cancer? Yes, absolutely. So for those who have not been diagnosed with breast cancer, I want to just encourage you that early detection means better protection. So make sure you get that annual screening mammogram. And if you get a call back, go back. Because oftentimes as clinicians, we prepare patients to get your mammogram and to get screened, but we really don't manage the messaging very well regarding if I get a call back, what do I do? Right. It can just be paralyzing. Sometimes people panic and they don't go back because it could just be an overlap of breast tissue. They just need to look a little bit further into what's seen on the images. So just make sure you go back. And then for those that have been affected by breast cancer, I always say you may have breast cancer, but it doesn't have you. It's one of those things where a bump in the breast is like a bump in the road. You go over, you go under, you go around it. But with a good care team, you can get to the other side. So just make sure that you follow through with all recommended treatment. And also be mindful that complementary medicine is also helpful as well. But you've got to stick to what we would say is the traditional treatment in terms of surgery, chemo, radiation. But you're taking vitamins, you can take your vitamins if you have a clinician that feels comfortable with managing um, CBD oil or medical marijuana to mitigate against the symptoms because a lot of people would rather lose their hair than lose their life or mm. to, uh, to say, hey, I don't want those symptoms. I'm not going to try anything, but consider the alternative. It could save your life. So just have conversations about things you can do to mitigate against the symptoms that you'll have from treatment. Again, it's temporary. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's great. Dr. Spencer, this has been amazing. You're a great guest. Thanks so much for your time today. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Adam. You're absolutely awesome. Thanks for listening to Real Pink, a weekly podcast by Susan G. Komen. 
For more episodes, visit realpink.coman.org. And for more on breast cancer, visit coman.org. Make sure to check out at Susan G. Komen on social media. I'm your host, Adam. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog, adamjwalker.com.